It's 11.59.59 seconds a long time ago on an internet far, far away. Logan joining me in the studio this week, Mr. Mike Volbe. Hello. Hello. And also because it's just the two of us, uh, we have Alexa in the studio with us, or the Amazon Echo, I should say. Right. Yeah. And she's probably going to, I said her name, so she's probably going to say that I didn't, she didn't hear a command because she's waiting for me to say something. Nope. Okay, good. <laughs> so. Unlike uh, a real woman. Yeah. <laughs> Yell. We uh, there's a new command for the Echo that I think you'll find entertaining. Yes, you can actually make it say anything you want. Yes, so, here we go. <laughs> uh, so, for instance, I could say, "Alexa, Simon says, how are you today? How are you today?" Uh, and anything you follow up with Simon says, she'll say. Hmm. So, uh, you want to have some fun with that? <laughs> Let me think of things as we go. Okay. Now, there's an interesting aspect to it as okay. well. For instance, she doesn't like cussing. Oh. So. She won't cuss? Not really. So if I say. Alexa, <laughs> Simon says, fuck shit ass. Ass. Damn it. Oh, she said ass, though. She said ass, though. That's interesting. Well, they let ass get away with. So they get away with that on TV now. So yeah. maybe it's. Damn you. Alexa, Alexa this is bullshit. Oh, wait, that's not an actual command. <laughs> Alexa. Simon says. Simon says, this is bullshit. Simon says, this is... <laughs> Damn it. She's not supposed to say Simon says. She's just supposed to say the thing. <laughs> that threw her off. Yeah. She doesn't know what to do. <laughs> so that's another fun thing we can play with as we're going through, just in case we want to make her say stuff. Alexa. Simon says, I am Batman. I am Batman. Liar! <laughs> Liar! This is fun. <laughs> That's this not is, cool. <laughs> this is what we thought the future would be like. Yeah. We're yeah. talking to a robot. Just make it say And stuff. having fun with it. And that's where the juvenile selves come out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is, you want to talk about juvenile. Alexa, Simon says, I like poo poo and pee pee. I like poo poo and pee. P. <laughs> <laughs> it's so juvenile. It is. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, so Alexa will be here with us uh, should we need her to chime in. One thing I do want to say moving forward is uh, that I have launched my portfolio site and my media company and things are ready and I'm still adding cool. things to it. The site's not 100% done, but I need to start making some money. So if people want to hire me for stuff, I'm currently available for all of your digital media needs. Photography, photo editing, and retouching, graphic and web design, or video and audio production. You can see my portfolio and get more information by going to robloganmedia.com. Two of the things that I've been uh, doing the most, well, aside from doing web design and graphic design, and uh, I've been doing some real estate photography, uh -huh. and I am now getting into uh, senior portraits for high school students and stuff. Cool. So if you have any of those things, or family photos, family photos, engagement photos, I'm not doing weddings yet because the pressure the pressure is just crazy. But like anything else like that of those kinds where you want to go out and do a shoot for anything, 
uh, let me know, robloganmedia.com. I recently went to Wizard World Philadelphia. Yeah, how so was I that? figured I'd talk about that a little bit. It was good. It was bigger than I expected. Yeah, much bigger. It was probably half the show floor size of like New York. Mm-hmm. I mean, New York's giant, but if you look at just the show floor size and think about that size, uh, Wizard World Philadelphia was probably half the size of that show floor, their show floor, yeah. which is still pretty big. Yeah, I expected it to be a lot smaller, but it was a very decent sized venue. Wizard World, one of the things that they always do very well is they bring in a lot of good celebrity talent mm-hmm. and uh, people for autographs and things like that. So I got a couple autographs while I was there on Saturday, Saturday morning. I got an autograph from Stephen Amell, uh, who people might know as Arrow on yeah. the CW series, as well as on Sunday, I got an autograph from Katie Cassidy, who plays Laurel Lance or Black Canary. On that show, the only bummer about getting her autograph is that they were running out of Black Canary photos. Yep. And the person in front of me got the last Black Canary photo. So I got a regular headshot, which is still fine. But I did want uh, an in-costume Black Canary photo. So I was a little bummed with that. But I'm surprised people or, or that they didn't realize that would be the popular one. Like get more of those. Right. Everyone wants you as a superhero. Why not? So, and they were both very nice. Uh, they were very quick interactions and bang, bang, boom, done. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. You don't really get quality time. Not always. I mean, it depends on how busy their line is. Stephen Amell was the biggest was uh, poll there for sure. Yeah. He, like, he was the big shot online. It said his autograph tickets had already sold out. But I did ask when I was there. And again, people, the power of asking, uh, I did ask at the ticketing booth and they did say that. There was like a couple left, even though they weren't necessarily advertising it at that point. So I got one there and that was cool. Uh, I also went to a Stephen Amell Q&A, which was pretty awesome. It was a one hour, just him up on stage, big yeah. room, lots of people in there. And he just kind of answered questions about right. about the show and everything. And very, very entertaining guy, uh, very charismatic, fun to see him do his thing. Uh, I also went to a panel for Marisha Ray who is a voice actor. Her boyfriend, okay. Matt Mercer, is also a voice actor. And uh, there wasn't wasn't a ton of people in the panel room. But the nice thing about that is it allows me to ask questions. Sure. Too. So I, I talked to her a little bit during the panel. What is she doing for voices? Um, I don't know what the exact voices are, but I know one of the one of the things that she does right now is on the Geek and Sundry Twitch channel. Her boyfriend, Matt Mercer, who voiced Tigra on Thundercats, right. the rebooted yes. Thundercats yeah. series. He hosts or DMs a, uh, a Dungeons and Dragons game mm-hmm. that they stream every week for like two hours. Oh, so they'll play with this big group of voice actors. So they all like get into character. Wow. And like play D&D that way. And it's very cool. I think it's called Critical Role uh, is the name of their show. And again, that's on the Geek and Sundry Twitch channel. So th- a lot of the panel was about Dungeons and Dragons. And I talked to her about how I used to run that as like an after school yeah, class for kids is like an enrichment class and stuff and how some districts saw it as like this satanic cult thing. Right. That, That's like, what my mom said playing. it was. It was right. like uh, a devil worshiping game. Right. Like it had a really bad rep back <laughs> uh, in the day. There's nothing satanic or devilish about it whatsoever. It's simply just yeah. role playing and fantasy yeah. like Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings or anything like that in that kind of universe. Right. So I asked that during it. And then afterwards, uh, her boyfriend had showed up too at the end of the panel. And I talked to both of them. They were both like two of the nicest people that I've ever met at a convention before. And I talked to them for a good like five to 10 minutes, just standing around chatting, took some pictures with yeah. them. Uh, they have my card and they both agreed to be on the podcast oh, in the future. 
So we're going to set something up over Skype and uh, that should be pretty cool. I'm actually friends with Marisha on Facebook. Uh, I got in under that like 4,000 limit or whatever. Is that what it is? Way back. It's it's something like 49 to 5,000. Like you don't go to 5,000. It might be like 49.99 or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, it's strange. They limit your friends. Yeah, yeah. You can only have so many. (laughs) But um, I guess guess at at 5,000, they're like, oh, no, this is just an acquaintance. This is not really a friend. (laughs) You're just being ridiculous at this point. Nobody can maintain that many friendships at this point. Uh, so they were both very nice. It was very cool. Our news feed cannot filter that many. <laughs> yeah. you know? I, uh, I also took my friend Chris from Delaware mm-hmm. on Saturday and it was his first time going to a convention. How do you like it? Uh, he liked it a it lot. Fun. Yeah. He said it was very entertaining. It was cool to like do all the different stuff and go to the panels and see the celebs. And there were a lot of people there. It was cool. The only thing that was weird as far as celebs go is, uh, Carrie Ewells, the guy who mm-hmm. was in Princess Bride yeah. in the first Saw movie. Most of the time, the booths are set up and they have the curtains around them yeah. for like two or three sides. His was four sided. Oh. So you couldn't just walk by and see him like the autograph line was there and they only let people in to go get the autograph. Why? And then Why they left after. That? Apparently, like he just doesn't want people like ogling at him all day and stuff and taking pictures and, and taking pictures and all that. So he wants his money. They do the four sided curtain and you can't even see him unless you've already paid for an autograph and you go in to wow. get it. So. Yeah, that was that was does that different. seem like intriguing to you or does that seem like it's just egotistical? I don't think it's either. Actually, I think it's just uh, a matter of prerogative. I think that's just what he's comfortable with. Yeah. And if that's the case, that's totally fine. Maybe he feels like he's an animal in a zoo. No, I was just thinking the same no. thing. I think it's that's kind of idea. Like he doesn't want people just staring at him all day. But I mean, he was constantly giving autographs, so he would be busy anyway. So I, I guess he wouldn't really think about it. But everyone has their their things and that's yeah. fine. It's not a big deal. Then on the Sunday, my friend Liana was supposed to go with me to the con, but unfortunately couldn't make it to there. Yep. Uh, but I met up with her afterwards and we went to the terminal market, mm-hmm. which is uh, Anna had told me to go to terminal market, terminal market. It was actually cool right name. next to the. Yeah, it was right next to the convention center. Yeah. So it was like right there. And they have it's just food markets all throughout it. Yeah. So there's basically any kind of food you want. There's a barbecue stand. There's a burger stand. So it's just like a giant food court. There's Chinese. Yeah, there's there's an Indian stand. It's just tons of food, but it's all like made right there and really yeah. good and stuff. So I ended up getting like a barbecue sandwich that I wasn't like thrilled with because they actually had like onions mixed in with the barbecue oh, sauce. And no. like, yeah, and was, so at least I got to pick them out, but there was still like lingering taste and stuff. It is. Um, and the other weird thing, too, is that we went maybe at like 6 p.m. or something or pretty close to mm-hmm. that. Uh, and we, we got our food and we went to go sit down in the tables in the terminal market and they were like, oh, we're closing up soon. Uh-huh. It was like prior to dinner time on a Sunday. And yeah. They were like closing up the terminal market. So we had to go. We ended up like sitting at an outside table at a Panera uh-huh. and eating there. And then. That sucks. Yeah, That's weird. Yeah. And then we like hung out for a while and I also went and got a water ice. Yeah. Which was, I wasn't even familiar with. It was a water ice. Which sounds weird because those are two different states of matter. Right. <laughs> one's a liquid and one's a solid. Like uh, it's either water or ice. It's yeah. not. But I guess it makes sense for what it is. It's it's basically like an Italian ice, but a slushy. And it's it's a consistency in between. So really? it's like a really smooth slushy. Like if you think about a slushy normally, you yeah. have like really hard chunks of right. ice in there. Now smooth it out. What flavor did you get? I got a uh, kiwi strawberry, yep. which is really good. It's a Rob flavor. Yeah. And Liana got a mango one, which is also very good. Yeah. And we actually found that they were better when we mixed them together. 
Really? Yeah. Whoa. That's it was it was like a huge flavor explosion of like kiwi, strawberry, and mango. Yeah. So that was that was good. Cool. So I highly recommend uh, if people are in the Philly area to try out a water ice, and that was fun. So I enjoyed uh, the Wizard World of Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. You gonna go next year? Maybe. I mean, I went as press this year. I'm still editing photos, and that post should be up soon. So if people want to go to the Geek All Generation. All the cosplay com, photos that yeah. you showed me. Yeah. There's some really cool ones. Yeah. Yeah. There's some cool stuff. Uh, I did post a lot of it on Facebook already, but I do still have more that I need to edit and put up. But if you go to thegeekgeneration.com, there will, if there's not already, there will be soon a post of the cosplay pictures that I took from Wizard World Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, so let's do then our geek outs and freak outs. Yay! Volpe. Ah, uh, I thought it, Disney posted something the other day. They're building within... Uh, which park is it? The Hollywood Studios. They're going to build an Indiana Jones themed like restaurant slash bar. Oh, really? Which is really cool. That's cool. Which will probably go next to the Indiana Jones stunt show. Sure. I thought that was cool. There was some concept art. Absolutely. It looks very cool. I like that. I like when they do stuff like this. As long as they, they don't do put a it, snake pit in there. <laughs> uh, well, they, they always do this stuff so well. Yeah. Um, so I know there's pictures online yep. that they posted of that. I'm excited because Sonic is coming to Rhode Island. I had a feeling you were going to say oh, Sonic. Oh, man. You were teasing me with what fast food place yeah, was going to I arrive. I told Rob that if he wants abs, he better get them now. Because when this <laughs> hits, it's over. Because of all their drink combinations. Yeah, yeah. All the crazy slushies and smoothies oh, I love that and stuff. everything. The closest one to me is like an hour and a half away. So now there'll be one closer. Mm-hmm. And it's on the way to and from here. So yep. <laughs> I'm excited. So we're going to have to do another fast food episode All uh, about where you Sonic. pick it up on the way exactly. here. Exactly. Because I still have yet. Yeah, I've been waiting. Yes. I still have not had Sonic ever. Really? Yeah. That's right. So we'll do we'll so first time Sonic it on the well, show. I feel like they're going to build one. And if it goes well, they're going to build more sure. of them. So then so I guess Smith we're going to. Smithfield's coming soon. We're going to have to go there. We have to. to make sure that they expand. To get tater tots and chili covered tater tots. Yeah. And burgers and chickens and all kinds of stuff. Nice. And smoothies and drinks. and stuff. That's exciting. I'm, I'm, I am I'm excited pumped to about try that. out all the it's all food slushies. stuff because Krispy Kreme released new donuts too. <laughs> oh, they did? <laughs> my, my geek outs have become food because yeah. I'm dieting <laughs> and then I just eat stupid stuff. Okay, like so this. new donuts? Well, they did their campfire treats for the spring. I don't know if you saw them. They campfire have like a, one that has like a lemony taste to it, I think. I forgot the other one. Anyway, they did a s'mores donut. Oh. So it's a regular like cream filled donut, but the cream filling has like a, it's like a marshmallow cream. Okay. So it's flavored like marshmallow. Mm-hmm. And then on top is chunks of like a fluffy graham cracker. Okay. So it's, it might almost be like a marshmallow, but hmm. it's flavored like graham cracker. And then. Same thing with like chocolate pieces, and it's friggin' ridiculously good. Oh yeah, yes. See, I don't like marshmallows, so I wouldn't be down for that. But oh, that's too bad. Oh, I haven't had Krispy Kreme in years. Oh, there's none around here. Exactly. You have to come down near me to yeah. find it. Next time I come down, we're going to Krispy Kreme. Yes. Uh, I also watched the trailer for the Supergirl series that's yeah. coming. Yep. Which, well, it was six minutes. I was like, that's a lot. It's a lot of watching. That's mm-hmm. a lot that they gave away. Yeah. Granted, most of it's probably from the first couple episodes. The first episode, usually. But, I don't know. I just felt like I watched a whole episode. Right. Like, I felt like that was the trailer to a movie, and now I know the whole movie. Right. But I think she looks good as Supergirl. I do, too. And yep. I like that there's a little bit of tie in to Superman, and mm-hmm. we'll see what they do with that. But overall, I think I'll watch the show. You yeah. You can watch it? I, I, from hearing stuff about it, I wasn't as excited as I was after watching the preview trailer. Yeah. Because it does look good. 
it does look a little more girl oriented, but it should be. It's Supergirl. Yeah. But it still seems like there's going to be enough action and stuff and like stereotypically guy stuff to keep us hooked too. The, the, the comment I made online, uh, was that I thought it was funny that it took Clark 10 years to figure out how to fly on Smallville. And in the preview trailer for Supergirl, she's already airborne. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> wasting no time in flying around and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I find that funny. In other words, like, None of this bullcrap origin lead up to. It's right. like there's no we, we we don't need it. Yeah, it's like in the first episode, she's gonna be Supergirl, and that's what we want, and that's great. Did you see? I can't find it. There was um images of Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Yes, was the, the one of like a lady giving birth. Did you see it? I did not see that oh, one, but I think it was like a Mother's it Day. It was a Mother's Day thing, and yeah. he's like sitting there like he's gonna catch a football. Oh, really? And she's giving birth. That's funny. Um, it's funny stuff. I don't know. I keep seeing more and more stuff about this movie, and I'm getting kind of more excited about it. Yeah. Even though I'm not a big, I don't know much about Deadpool. There it is. Oh, there's the one. <laughs> so the lady's legs are up in this just the stirrups. Stirrups, and he's holding the baby like it's a like almost like it's a football, and then he's like thumbs upping. That's like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Some of them say Happy Mother's Day. It's just, and you know what I keep seeing is you know we talked about this movie. We thought it was going to be CGI. Right. Because that but first image does look like it. I keep like there was an interview with him and he's in the suit talking to um, Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez. Yep. So I don't think this movie is yeah, CGI. I don't think it I is think either. It's live action. Yeah. Maybe he just, you know, well. Maybe this just overtouched the photo. Maybe. Or maybe that's just what it really looks like. Maybe. It just looks so clean. The fi- You know what it is? When you look at that picture, the original one released, yeah. he's laying on the rug and everything. The fire the fire pit behind him is definitely fake. Right. So it, that's what throws you off. There's just too much photoshopping in this photo there to is. not think it wasn't CGI. But I keep seeing more and more, and it's like intriguing me. It makes me want to see it. Yep. So I don't know. I'm kind of getting excited, even though Ryan Reynolds is in it. Yeah. Just, you know, that's kind of a. It's like a. It's one of those weird like geek out, but I got freak out too because sure. it's like yeah, Deadpool. But uh, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds, Deadpool. Yeah. See, I don't have that problem. I do. I do Ryan Reynolds. Like him. Yeah. Because hey, you think he's sexy. Oh, yeah, totally. No, I remember him from uh, Two Guys A Girl on a Pizza Place. Like, I was a fan of him back oh, then. Oh, he was in there? Yeah, he oh, was one of the two guys. That's the first thing I saw him in. He played Boyd. Oh, Good show. Yeah. He's getting old, though, so at least he's toning down all his bullshit. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I'm excited because I made a new product. Okay. But not so much for the product, but for the flavor. Okay. So we developed. I have a new product coming out in like five weeks. It's amino acids that you drink before or after you work out. Mm-hmm. But we nailed the flavor of cotton candy. Oh. Do you like cotton candy? I do. So you know when you put cotton candy in your mouth mm-hmm. and you get that, like it melts on your tongue? Yes. It literally tastes like you just took a swig of cotton candy. Oh, wow. It's perfect. That's awesome. Yes. I gave a couple samples out. They sent me a container, one pound of it, and then a sour apple flavor mm-hmm. for me to like sample out or use myself at the gym. And I gave a couple of the fitness competitors, the girls, and they like literally like pooped themselves. They were just like, this is the greatest thing ever. So I'm like, I'm excited because just because we're talking about a nutrition product, let's change it to figuratively poop themselves. Yes, right. So <laughs> you don't want that on the advertising. No, you'll poop yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I'm just excited because it's a unique flavor. Okay. And people, they're already like going nuts about it. That's so great. I'm hoping that this is 
Turns into something where, profitable. Where will people be able to buy such a thing? Ah, sbvfitness.com. Oh, good to know. Free shipping throughout the country. Oh, wow. Yes. No yeah. minimums. It's always free shipping. And they can still get Quest Bars over there, too, can't they? No, I pulled no? those okay. down because uh, the cost of Quest Bars went up. Oh, actually. that's right. Like a, Not a lot, but enough that I actually had to raise my cost of the Quest. It right, wasn't right. like, oh, let me take a little hit. Like I had to knock the price up. But they can still go to Westerly Fitness and buy them. They can. You can come to the gym. Yeah, yeah. You can buy them at GNC if you don't live near me sure <laughs> uh, that's pretty much all my my geek outs okay i'm just really like excited about food yeah it's always it seems but like you it. told me about a food thing you ate i did right before we started that's i told you to hold right. on to it and i would like to segue into that that's now. right so tell me about this pizza you ate okay Rob. so we had talked before about the fact that little caesars was having their bacon wrapped yes. uh, crusted pizza and uh the way that it's prepped is not only do you have you have like two pizzas that are square. Yeah. Uh, the outsides are wrapped with bacon and it ends up being three feet of bacon total that wraps the entire thing. And you also have bacon chunks and pepperoni on top of the pizza and it's deep dish. This is just a dead pig sandwich. Absolutely. It's just- yeah. Like, like I can down pizza like a mofo. I yeah. ate two slices. Really? Cause they're each square is cut into like six pieces, like six rectangular pieces. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're pretty big pieces too in general. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And it was good. It was, it was good. good. It's the the bacon on the outside is a little crunchy, so that good. that becomes a little hard uh, as far as just like biting and chewing and I stuff. I like the crunch. Yeah, yeah, but there's no other way they'd be able to do it. I mean, it's it is the crust of the pizza essentially, but it was very good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, another one of my geek outs is at midnight. Have you heard of or watched the show? No. Okay. At Midnight's been I heard running. Of it, but okay. I haven't watched it. It's been running for a little while now. Uh, it is a nightly show that mm-hmm. airs at midnight, hence the name, on Comedy Central, hosted by Chris Hardwick. Oh, okay. Um, Paul had talked oh, yeah, about right. it a little bit before, too. Uh, it is a show for comedians and for people who love stand up comedy because while it is a game show, it is basically just a vehicle to tell jokes. What kind of game show is it? It's, it What's is it a game show, but it's not like, the winner doesn't win anything. Yeah. It's it's kind of the idea of like whose line is it anyway is okay. set up where they they get points and the points don't matter. Right. It's that kind of idea for uh, at midnight. Except so you have three comedians at podiums and they do have like a score. But the way it works is if they tell a joke and it gets applause or Hardwick likes it, he just says points and they get points. Oh, like <laughs> that's that's it. Um, and Which then channels? It, this on Comedy Central. Comedy Central. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it is on midnight every night. I end yep. up, I want it, but they also put them online to stream the next day. Oh, and they'll also put once in a while, if an episode's really good, they'll put out cause they're 22 minute episodes, like mm-hmm. a normal show would be. They put out an extended uncensored episode. That's more like a half hour oh. and you can hear all the swearing and stuff and all that. Cause there's a lot. Uh, and they generally get very funny people and they try to get groups of three people who are somewhat familiar with each other so that they'll play off of each other and stuff too. And it's it's a great show. So it's it's become like my lunch routine mm-hmm. to sit down and eat lunch and watch last night's or not. I'm behind on them, mm-hmm. but watch an episode of At Midnight while I eat lunch. I'll check it out. Yeah. Very funny show. Uh, another thing I'm super geeking out about is that we saw that there was uh, a new Dragon Ball Z movie last year. They had announced a new one for this year, too, that will have the return of Frieza. And American theaters are supposed to get it sometime this summer. Now, they've announced that there is a new Dragon Ball series in development because oh. of the popularity of these movies that have come back around. 
this will be the first time in 18 years that Dragon Ball Z is a series because, yes, it is that old. The tentative title is Dragon Ball Super, it's which a, is you fine. Know, it's amazing to me because you, you tell me this. Yeah. And I just thought it was like always on TV. Oh, just yeah. Constantly going. Oh, no. New episodes. It hasn't, really? It has new episodes have not aired in 18 years. How are people not? And new know? movies hadn't come out in 14. That's like, crazy. Yeah. And it's still. It's this popular. They just reshow old stuff. Wow. Yeah. There aren't uh, too many things like that. No. No. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm excited for it. It says reuniting the franchise's iconic characters. Dragon Ball Super will follow the aftermath of Goku's fierce battle with Majin Buu as he attempts to maintain Earth's fragile peace. Overseen by Dragon Ball's original creator, Akira Toriyama, Dragon Ball Super will draw on its historic past to create a bold new universe, welcoming to fans and endearing to new viewers. Now, one of the things the series is doing, too, is uh, there, there was three series when it came to Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. There was Dragon Ball, the original. There was Dragon Ball Z, right. which was the longer running. Yep. And then there was Dragon Ball GT. Now, the thing with Dragon Ball GT is it was not overseen by Akira Toriyama, the guy who created the other two Dragon Balls and all the movies and stuff. Uh, so, and it, and it wasn't as good. Yeah. And fans know that. It's it's something you can watch if you just want more Dragon Ball, but ultimately it's it doesn't stand up to mm-hmm. the other stuff. So this new series is kind of retconning GT as if GT didn't happen. Okay. And they're picking up from the end of Dragon Ball Z and moving that story forward, which I think is a smarter thing to yeah. do. And because I think the the creator is just like, well, I didn't do that other one, so I don't I don't care doesn't about exist it. in yeah. my world. Doesn't exist. My, I'm sense. the Dragon Ball guy, and I'm going to pick up from my story. And That's move a good forward thing. With that yeah. But I also wonder where that will put the movies. If the movies are actually going to be kind of canon, like the newer movies right. that came out, because those are all in a post GT world, I think. But I'm not entirely sure. So it's a little confusing. But the new series might. So you say post GT world, I go Gran Turismo. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> don't hear the initials GT. What do right. those stand for? Uh, I don't know actually. Oh. It could be Japanese words oh. or, yeah. Uh, they just kind of like make it easier. Like, I don't know what the Z they in Dragon Ball Z two is. two letters that they thought looked cool together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does that stand for? Yeah, I have no clue whatsoever. Uh, but I am very excited for that because I love Dragon Ball. Uh, another geek out is that my Instacube finally arrived. I see that. I've been watching it the whole time I'm sitting here. Yeah, I just keep flipping through. You've heard uh, me talk about it periodically on the show here and there if you're a longtime listener. Because I've been waiting for this thing for two years. Yes. Uh, almost two years. And it was a thing that I backed very early on Kickstarter. I do have it set up and running in my room. It looks yeah. pretty good. Is it plugged in or running off batteries? It is plugged in. Okay. But there is a battery within it. So if I do unplug it, it will last for a while before it turns off. Mm-hmm. I just leave it plugged in, though, because it is, it's a piece of furniture. Yeah. I mean, it's a digital photo frame. It is connected to Wi-Fi, so okay. it streams right from my Instagram feed. Right now, it's set up to show my feed, like the stuff that I post. Sure. I do that mainly because I follow people who sometimes post, like, bikini pictures and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to come up. Like, I can set it to be the feed of the people I follow. Yep. So anytime someone posts something new, it kind of detects that and runs back to the top of oh, that okay. feed. And it'll show me all the stuff of people that they're yeah, posting. Yeah, that's cool. So that's cool. Uh, I could also set it to look for a certain hashtag. So let's say I wanted to have it in the studio and be like the geek generation photo frame. I could have it. I use always hashtag geek gen when I tag something for the show. Right. If other people posted something with that hashtag, that feed it to my frame. I like that. Yeah. It's pretty smart then. It's very cool. Yeah. It's a good idea. I did order two as well. So I do have another one. Cool. I don't know entirely what I'm going to do with it yet. I might set one up and have it be like the Geek Gen sure. photo frame, or I might use it as a gift for something, or I don't know. But I do have Good two idea. of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like it. And it's, I don't know, the images look great. Yeah. It's very bright. Yeah. It is integrated too. So, uh, like there are buttons on the top, tactile buttons. Yeah. There is a heart one. So just as you like something on Instagram, if I hit the heart button at the top while that frame, while that picture is up, it'll like it on Instagram. Huh. So that's kind of cool. The only thing that is not the best about it is it does have a touch screen, but it's a very wonky touch screen. Like sometimes you go to swipe and it just doesn't line up with your finger or it's not detecting the exact motion that you're doing. So the touch screen could be better. But aside from that, it's actually pretty neat. Yeah. And it's actually not called Instacube anymore. Like you can see the branding on it is actually just hashtag cube. That's the name of it now. Oh, so, oh yeah, I see that. And I think they ran into some problems with Instagram being like, well, that whole Insta thing is our uh, kind of our bag and our trademark. So you need right. to change your name. So I think that's what happened there. Where are people buying these? Uh, they're available. I forget the official website, but they are available on Amazon. Okay. So I think they're about com slash Amazon. That's right. I think they're about $150. Yep. Uh, I had gotten mine for 99 each because which I was is a what backer. like a photo frame goes for anyway. Sure. Yeah. And now you can have one that's Wi-Fi enabled, too. Yeah. So if that's the gimmick you want, I mean, it is a square photo frame. Most photos are not going to be that size, but it is formatted for Instagram. And Instagram is still very popular. So I don't think it's slowing down. I don't think so either. So I'm very happy. It's the only positive social media we have. I agree. (laughs) All the others are kind of there or useless. So that's cool. And uh, lastly, I'm geeking out about my new iPhone 5S. Oh, I had to upgrade. You Unfortunately, did. yeah. And this is the first time I bought a phone. Oh my I God. Know, I Rob know. bought a phone. I bought a phone, uh, which was kind of a bummer to have to buy a phone. I bought it refurbished, yep. which is good off Amazon. So I think it cost me under $300 because it is an AT&T one. Yeah. It still sucks that it was that much money, even. And it's like, how come you went a couple with the generations? Five? I don't want a six. They're too big. It is bigger. And I do too have expensive. With it. Yeah. Like even converting to this, like when I text and had to go sideways, yeah. it took me a while to adjust. They never text sideways. Oh, really? Uh-uh. Oh, I always I do. use the voice thing now. I was going to say that's the biggest geek out about this. Is I now, almost ne- barely like if, if there's typos, yep. you knew I t- then I texted it to you. Yeah. Because I don't go back and fix them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but otherwise, I talk to it now. Okay. So I went, I had a four. So I was mm-hmm. pre Siri. Right. And now I've made the jump to uh, 5S. Are you use Siri? So now I have Siri. Well, oh, Siri, Siri is di- dictation too. Oh, like so that's you- all technically the same oh, thing. Oh, okay. Cause yeah. I just have that microphone, but I shut Siri off. It's oh, not okay. even on in my phone. Oh, really? Because when I got the phone, I was like, do you want to use Siri? And I was like, no. Well, I mean, it only activates if, I mean, there's a wake word for it similar to Echo, which I don't use. I don't leave that part on, but I do have it like if I hold the button down, yeah. then I can do it. But one of the things, the first thing I did when I got the phone since I had Siri, because someone made a joke about it to me before, is that you can change what Siri calls you. Yes. So I did that right away. So let's see if my micro, I'm sure my microphone will be able to pick this up, but let's see what it calls me. Siri, what's my name? You're Rob. But since we're friends, I get to call you Master Bruce. That is awesome. Yeah. And it's a guy. It's a guy. So I changed it to sound like a how British many, man. So it's like Alfred. How many different voices do they set for it? There's a few. I didn't know there were different ones. I didn't know that. I thought it was just a girl. Right. I had it set to the normal girl that voice. That sounds like the... What's her face here? Yeah. Yeah. kind of sounds like Echo. So now I have a British man. So that it's a little bit awesome. more like Alfred. Yes. Yeah. Very excited about that. That is cool. So my phone phone calls me Master Bruce. Very cool. <laughs> so I'm pumped. I uh, I'm enjoying it. It's a good phone. Very fast. 
much faster than is. what I had before. It is quicker. Yeah. It's surprising how much faster it is. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Uh, that's it for my geek outs, though. So let's oh. go into the freakouts. Oh, freakout! What you got? I just have one. I didn't have any. And then you told me before we started that. Oh yeah, Casey Jones, who uh, the guy who plays Arrow, Stephen is going to be Casey Jones. And yep. I'm like, oh, are they going to grow his hair out? And you're like, no. And I'm like, strike one. And then you're like, go look at the set picture. And all I could say out loud is, why are they ruining my childhood? <laughs> <laughs> because his hockey mask looks like bullshit. Yeah, I'm not happy about this. It's huge, right? Am I wrong? It is. In that? It's not even that. It's huge. It's I don't know. Maybe it was just on my phone. I thought it looked kind of like metal looking. Like it's it's sharp at the bottom too. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, you're bringing up some images. I don't know that any of them. Yeah, are none of these are here. I'd right. have to search for set photos. You have to just click on web. Oh yeah, there you go. There was one image of him sideways standing by like a dumpster or that's something. That's the one that's been released. Yeah, yeah, and it's a side shot of his mask, and it looks. Weird. Very odd. It's like stylized. Oh, there it is. See what I mean? Like the hockey mask itself doesn't even look like a hockey mask. No, it's it, it's it is kind of like it, I don't know what it is. It's um. So the mask covers his ears. Yep. So it's not just the front, like right, the like original turtle movies. Yeah. This one actually wraps. It reminds me of the mask from Jim Carrey. Oh, with Jim Carrey. Okay. That's what bothers me is that the mask itself has some facial features to it, like yep. the eyebrows yep. and the cheekbones, and then it wraps around his head like the mask in the mask. Sure. And that's what I almost feel like he looks like here from this side shot. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. It doesn't fit. What I don't like about it is the rationale of Casey Jones. Like, maybe this is later in the movie, and he's like, yeah, changed it. But the whole thing with Casey is that he was a guy that was just into sports. Yeah. And when he decided to start fighting people, or he had to, that's what he had on hand. Right. He had, like, the hockey stick and the yeah. baseball bat and all this or whatever. So the hockey mask was just like, oh, I have this in my bag. I'll throw it on. Right. This is not something you would ever wear in a hockey game. Uh-uh. So, so again, they're already altering things in a negative way. Yes, yeah, so that kind of old school hockey mask is not something right on hand. He's one. He's gone out and gotten like a stylized one, and I don't know. It logically just God, doesn't you make know sense. What pisses me off that I'm gonna see it. It's like that pisses me off more are than you? anything. Yes, I'm kind of not even because into Bebop it. Bebop and Rocksteady are gonna be in yeah. it, and I know they have Casey Jones. I don't like how he looks, but I'm still gonna see it. Yeah, I'm sad about that. that. Sucks. I'm sad that I'm gonna waste <laughs> money on this movie. Don't there's, see it in the theaters, then wait problem. for... There's not going to be stopping it, unless I die. That is the only way that I'm not going to see this movie. It pisses Aww. me off. I'll, I'll take you out, for your own good. <laughs> I think it's going to be released on that Friday, and Rob's just going to knock on my door and be like, Hey, Mike, boom! Bam. <laughs> I forbid this. I'll slowly bleed out and thank you. <laughs> thank you Just write so thank much. you in blood next to me. <laughs> I'll be wearing the Casey Jones hockey yes. mask when I kill you, so oh, you know great. exactly why. Yeah. That was it. That's the only thing. I'm just okay. pisses me off the look yeah. of it. Uh. I have a couple freakouts. The first of which is unfortunately about Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, why? Because I am very excited for the game. Yeah, it's coming in June. It's not far away at all. Um, and this is going to feel like a prior complaint that I made about other games, and it's a huge deterrent. The season pass DLC. Yeah. For Batman Arkham Knight is priced at. The game is $60. The season pass is $40. 
It's almost like you're paying for another game. $100 to get the complete content for this game. That's ridiculous. They're not selling a, a, a pre-sale pack that comes with something and all the downloadable content? Nope. Nope. So uh, it, they did say they're going to deliver new content for six months post-launch, which is a decent amount of time. Um, mm. But I know in the future, if I just wait six months to a year... There's going to be that Batman Arkham Knight. But you do you want to wait edition. for that? You shouldn't have to wait to play a game you want to play in a series that you love because you don't want to. That's my freak out. So I'm going to risk potential spoilers and having to wait to play the game that I want to play for that amount of time because I cannot justify buying no. that. Oh, like, I love this series so much, but I'm not going to drop $100 on a, a new game, video game. For one game. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. But people will. Right. And they know it. Plus, I have found through playing games that have season passes and have DLC content, even like Lego Batman 3, going mm-hmm. back to that recent one, when I'm done the game and I 100%ed everything before all the DLC had been released, going back is... I don't know. I don't necessarily want to yeah. go back. Like I like being done with a game and moving on to the next right. one. So I would rather my first time playing through Arkham Knight. I would rather have a complete experience sure. from the get go sure. than have things tacked on later. And to prove the point, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor is a game I've been looking forward to playing. Yeah, it was critically acclaimed. People are saying it was amazing. It had all this DLC content and it looks fun as hell on May 5th. They release the Game of the Year edition for Shadow of Mordor. Right. It costs $49.99, so $10 cheaper than the original just game cost with no DLC. And it includes the main game and all of the DLC that's currently available. So everything they release, the game, all the DLC for Shadow of Mordor for $50 a year later, as opposed to $60 plus the cost of all the DLC since. But they'll probably do that with Batman. Oh, they absolutely will. But the difference is you were willing to wait for this versus something. I know for a fact that they will because they've done it with all the other Arkham games. Yeah. And sometimes those Game of the Year editions even include exclusive stuff that you couldn't get any other way. Right. So I am willing as much as I want to play this game and I was so excited for it. And I am still excited for it. I am willing to wait. The extra time. Like, I don't even want... You had said before when I was talking about Watch Dogs, you're like, well, I'll just buy the buy you the game, and then you yeah. can pay for the DLC because you want to play it so bad. And I still even haven't played Watch Dogs. Really? Even though I think there's, yeah. like, an all-inclusive version of that, too. Even if someone were to offer that on this game, I'd be like, no, because they're going to be releasing stuff for six months. I want to play it all when yeah. it's all one. And then maybe I'm hitting those... Places yeah. at parts that are more on logical. It depends how they do the DLC. Yeah. You know, if they're going to do it like that, then it doesn't work. But if you go back to Fallout 3, yep. they released DLC that was new adventures. It moved you right. to new places. And some of that will be that. Yeah. But some of it's also going to be skins. Oh. And what if I want to play like, yeah. is the it, game is, in like a new skin? Is this the one they're doing Batgirl or something? What was I, Batgirl's a playable character. A playable yes. character. Yep. Yep. In some of the DLC, I believe. How they, yeah. How they handle the yeah. physics of this. There is a... Uh, I did see a trailer online the other day that got me even more excited for the game, of course, where they showed dual combat. Yeah. So, like, in the middle of fighting, there's so many enemies now that, like, one of your allies will drop into some of the battles. Really? Like, they showed a video of Batman beating everyone up, and Batman was being controlled. 
and then Nightwing's moving around, hitting, like, being controlled by the AI and taking out other guys. But through combat and through, like, the push of a button, you can switch off oh, in the cool. middle of a combo and keep right. the combo going to your partner who's also doing stuff and switch back and forth. That's cool. It looks so cool and flawless, and I know and it's going to be amazing. Is this this is for the new generation? And this is for, yes, only the current generation yeah. of consoles. And that now they can do stuff like that now that they have the processing power for yeah, more enemies and things cool. like that. And it looks really fun. So I'm very excited for that. But also at the same time freaking out because I'm going to have to wait right. another year to play, which is fine. Is I it, have so much is it stuff. Fine? It is. I mean, I'm bummed about it. Because you want to play. I know. I want to play so bad. But well, I, that's I, like, I know that the, all the rumors this summer is that Bethesda is going to announce Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. Which clearly is not going to come out for the 360. Right. Which means then down the road, I'm going to have to upgrade. I don't want to. But that might be the game that makes me go. Yeah. But to me, to me, this feels like (sighs) if someone was like, hey, um, you can watch Age of Ultron. Yep. But only three fourths of it. And then six months later, we'll show you the rest. I won't care. Right. Right. That's what this feels like to me. That's why I don't like this season pass stuff. Because I want everything together. Right. I want, and I'd be like, well, no, I'll just wait then. I want, I want everything. I want yeah. it all now. It's not right, but whatever. I'll live. I have other games I need to play in the meantime. Like, I still haven't finished stuff that I have now. Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> not even open, not even taken yeah. out yet. I have so many Steam games I need to review, yeah. and I have Dragon Ball Z that I have to write a review for, and I have, I haven't finished Lego Marvel Super Heroes yet. I still have plenty of stuff to play. I barely have time for video games anyway. Uh, my other freak out is something that's hit the news pretty prominently recently, and that is the first look images of both the Joker yeah. and the Suicide Squad oh, right. for I the Suicide Squad that. movie. Yeah. So uh, here's our image of the new Joker. Yeah. And while I think... Where are they pulling this look from? They're not from anywhere oh, in particular, I don't think. I think oh. this is unique. There are some things that make sense with this look and some things I don't. So we have Jared Leto. He has the tattoos all over him. I realize this came out a while ago. We haven't done news in a while, so bear with me. But he has all these tattoos all over him. He yeah. has the smile. Which he clearly has... he did himself because he's wearing a purple latex-free glove. <laughs> well, that's that's costume stuff. Uh, he has the jester. He has the ha-ha-ha. A lot of people are saying it looks like he actually has the word Joker written across his stomach, which yeah. is possible. He has a little J. Where like a prison tier would be like that's a prison tattoo as you get the yeah, tier next yeah. to your eye like that. He has a J instead. The one that really bothers me is the forehead tattoo. That seems to be everybody's complaint. That says damage. See, all the tattoos are bothering me. Oh, all of them bother me, too. But that's the worst one. It's too self-aware. <laughs> like, oh, I'm damaged. I'm going to yeah. tattoo it on my forehead. So he's emo. Right. The thing that does make sense, like a lot of people are like, look at his teeth. Does he have a grill? What's going on there? I'm like, well, and a lot of people have made this rationale, too. Whereas this does make sense that his teeth would look so metallic. How many times has Batman punched this guy in the mush? Right. (laughs) He's got many teeth. Yeah. That's fantastic. He's probably broken and lost so many teeth that he's had to have them reconstructed because Batman just keeps beating the ever-loving crap out of him. Right. So that makes sense. It does. I'm down with that. I'm down with the entire look. Like, he looks awesome as far as his eyes go and the veins coming around on the outside. Everything except the goddamn tattoos. But there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. The actual, like, uh, the whole thing. Yeah. I don't My know. biggest problem with it, and it's not even the look of it that bothers me. My problem is the rationale. 
Here's the other problem is that if they're going to tattoo him up this much, that means he's going to be shirtless a lot. Possibly. Why would you put all these tattoos all over the character if you're not going to show them? It would be a waste of time, effort, and money for the movie studio, which means this guy is going to be shirtless. Because look, he's got abs. Yeah. Like they want to work. They're going to, this character is going to appeal to the younger girls who are like, Joker. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just stupid. Um, but the, my biggest problem is the rationale of the tattoos. Because think about the character of the Joker and how insane he is. Yeah. Can you picture the Joker sitting in a tattoo chair being like, I want this one and this one. Oh, and make damage across my forehead and the, and the yeah. J teardrop. And, and I'm just going to sit here and let you tattoo me. No, he's fucking nuts. Right. Like, no. The only way tattoos work on the Joker is if they look like self-inflicted mutilations. Like he carved ha-ha-ha yes. ha, ha into his Yes, yeah. that's the only way. And and that it. Like, he's not drawing pictures and stuff. No, that makes no sense character-wise. And that's what bothers me. I think visually it's an awesome image. Are they, do you but, think, are, are these characters going to be tied into the justice league movie you think uh, yeah these it's, it's all the same world yeah yes i don't know if they're going to be in justice league or in batman v superman or anything like that but these are your uh, joker and suicide squad for this universe moving forward so far unless things change we shall see yeah. uh but moving on to that there He's were even got a weird tattoo on his hand do you see that yeah yeah i, I don't, don't even know what, what it is. is it looks like a mouth a little bit but uh, weird. there were rumors that this was a promotional image because it's the Joker's 75th anniversary year. Yeah. And they were like, OK, so this is just a celebration image. Uh, while elements of this letter will be the Joker, this might not be his actual design for uh-huh. the movie. And I was hoping that was the case, but I think it's wrong because of the next freak out I have, which is the image of the Suicide Squad cast. Right. In this cast. I like Harley Quinn. I do to an extent, but the problem is, or at least what makes me think that that's the actual look of the Joker, is if you look at Harley, she's got tattoos on her legs. Yeah. Similar to the Joker. So why would they do that to Harley here, unless the Joker is also tattooed and they have the couple thing and everything? So basically, when I saw this image, here was my thought. I saw this scenario playing out in my head where two execs are in a creative meeting at Warner Brothers discussing what the character is going to be like. So the first guy would be something like, how about we put the put in the guy that's like a big crocodile man because yeah. Killer Croc's in there. Yeah. And the second exec's like, sure, uh, we could use their source material costume designs, too. Why not? And then the first exec back to him. Don't be ridiculous. We're going for realism here. So about that crocodile man. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they he had to silly. They didn't. It's not even just that he looks silly. It's the fact that they're trying to ground this comic book thing. Yeah. That has a crocodile man in it. Then it's just leave him out. Like, if you're going to have Killer Croc, if you're going to be ridiculous, let's get close to their costumes. There are some elements of their costumes in there. Katana looks good. Mm. Uh, the one with the, the yeah. Japanese mask on and everything. She looks good. General Flag funny, looks I don't fine. really know any of these characters yeah. besides Harley Quinn. I don't know a ton of them. Uh, we have Slipknot on the left side, and I don't. I'm not familiar with him at all. Captain Boomerang is the next one uh-huh. with the overcoat and right. stuff. The weird thing with he him. Looks he looks very sleep deprived. Yeah. And he has a track jacket on underneath. Like these costumes all just look cobbled together. And I think that's part of it. What bothers me. I know it probably makes more sense. Realist. Like the guy on the right has a friggin like letterman a jacket on. Uh, I forget what his name is, but he has a letterman jacket on. What the yeah. hell is that? 
Uh, we have Enchantress above Katana. We have General Flag. We have mm-hmm. Harley. We have Will Smith as Deadshot. Yeah. And they did release an image of him with his mask on, but since it's Will Smith, he'll probably have it on for two minutes in the movie. And right. he'll just have his, because Will Smith's not going to have his face covered. Yeah. He's no Carl Urban respecting Dread. Killer Croc looks okay, but. His head is just so big. Yeah, it's a little weird looking. And I forget who the other guy is. Oh, Diablo. El Diablo is the guy on the right. He looks That's like a zombie. Yeah, he looks weird. Silly. And Harley's the only one that really kind of like stands out there because she has any color on her whatsoever. They clearly based Harley's design on the new 52 version where she has like the red and blue ponytails. Yeah. and Which is fine. The which hair is doesn't fine. bother me. Uh, and her, her T-shirt says Daddy's Little Monster. And that's all very Harley. And the personality is the only one there that looks even anything more than just stone cold serious. Yeah. But God damn, I'm just so sick of gritty. I really am. Are I you? know it's a Suicide Squad movie. But like, come on, DC. But that's what if you that's what works. The first Batman, but it didn't work for Man of Steel. We're gritty. No, but that's where they're going with this because Batman blew up. Yeah, I know. And they're like, well, if we're gonna do Batman as Superman, we gotta and Batman work. Well, we're just gonna make it gritty and. I have to mention this video, too, because you, you you bring that up as the gritty look. I watched a video online earlier this week that was just like a three-minute YouTube video that said, what if Man of Steel was in color? Because you you see the set photos of the costume and stuff, yeah. and the Superman costume is bright blue and bright red. It is so on they, set. They darken it. And, um... So they put like a filter, the same filter they use for the Dark Knight, they use in this video. And when you watch now, there's these people at Video Lab, those are the yeah. people who put out it. They restored the original color or sure. close to what it would look like. And it is beautiful. Is it? Like oh, when he's flying, that. I'll show it to you after we're done recording, yeah. but uh, he flies over a field and the grass is green. Whereas in the filtered one, it almost looks like a desert. It looks like dead grass because it's so decolorized. You know, see, you know what's interesting about that? That would almost, if they had done Superman that way. Yep. And then as the movie progressed, it almost slowly got darker in atmosphere mm-hmm. because then it kind of like if they could like play it with the color, it, it slowly transitions. Yep. Everything's getting destroyed. The color is getting darker. Sure. And then like it's almost sub- you don't even notice. It's just kind of happening. Right. Right. And then it leads into where it's the next film is even it's right. darker because now people don't like them. Yeah. And, like his mood is affecting the color. Right. The atmosphere is but the color, color looks so beautiful and it looks it feels more like Superman yeah. because it's hopeful. Yeah. It's not this just like emo weighing down on you type of feeling like it feels free and open and hopeful and beautiful. And that's awesome. His story wasn't all that hopeful, though. No, so. but it's still Superman. You wanted to feel like yeah. Superman. The the other thing, too, and the point that they make is with the upcoming Batman v Superman, if they had put the filter on scenes and environments where Batman was in and they left it vibrant for where Superman is, you would feel that dichotomy between the characters even more because you'd see it visually. Yeah. So Superman would be this more uplifting tone and Batman would be his dark, gritty self because it makes sense for Batman. It doesn't make sense for Superman. And with Suicide Squad, yes, it's in the Batman universe. Yes, there are villains. It's dark and gritty. I get it. But I want comic book material i don't want comic book material adapted for the real world look at what marvel's doing marvel made captain america's uniform work on the big screen and it is so close to the comic book version i mean they don't have the 3d 
yeah. wings sticking out of his mask, but they were painted on. All the elements are there and it works fine. We buy it yeah. because they're not trying to like change it. Marvel has taught us that staying close to the source material is very effective. DC is teaching us to hate ourselves <laughs> <laughs> because everything is dark and gritty and I should feel terrible. Yeah. And that's really bothering me because I'm a DC guy. I want Harley. Is Harley Quinn in heels or are those like rollerblades? I think they're skates they or they might be skates or they're like Converse heel type that's shoes. Weird. Yeah, they are interesting. But I mean, like, I don't mind the Harleys look necessarily, but I don't like the 52 new 52 Harley. I like the classic Harley. Even if she looked more like the Arkham version of Harley, I'm down for that. I mean, it's fine, but I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like my characters anymore. That's the biggest issue for me. Yeah. They're making new ones instead of or readapting into something miserable. I'll cut it off. I could do this for the rest of the show. So. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm freaking out about that a little bit. I'm still going to see it, obviously, because I'm me and that's fine. Let's do something a little happier. Can so it's we do a that? movie about villains. Yeah. I'll see it. Yeah. It's like the well, bad the, guys win. Yeah. Well, Assault on Arkham. Yeah. I lent you, right? That's the Suicide Squad. Yeah. I got to watch it. I still haven't. Oh, you haven't? It's okay. sitting right in front of my okay. TV. And every day I look at it and go, I don't even have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You'll like it. I think you will. Because it's a villain team. And yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, so let's do something a little nicer. Uh, get out of all that. You were speaking of your new supplement earlier yeah, yeah. and the wonderful flavor. Cotton candy. Oh, shit, son. I figure we should try something else a little bit. I'm Cotton so candy hungry. related. Oh, we have oh. the newest. Oh, newest limited edition. Hold on a second. Oreo. A oh, boy. Oh, do I have to stop and take a picture nope, on the show? Nope. Just keep just recording. the Oreos. I'm just going to. OK. Yeah. So we're taking a picture of the Oreos here because you have to send it to somebody, right? Yep. Yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> Ashley's okay. going to freak out. Yeah. So I have the cotton candy Oreos. Uh, they've been here for a little while. It is open, uh, sealed. I haven't opened it up yet. Oh, shit. I am afraid of these because I don't think I'm going to enjoy them very much. Oh, I'm going to destroy that. Oh, well, then you're taking home the package. And I'm sure Ashley will be thrilled with that, too. Why? You can just give them to her. Oh, no. She's, that, she's competing. She'll be on stage in four weeks. She can't <laughs> <eat this shit. laughs> no cotton candy Oreos. She's going to listen to this tomorrow and be like, damn you. <laughs> So we have cotton candy Oreos because we always try out the limited edition flavors. Oh, it was awesome. I was so excited about these. Yeah. I leave it to you. Why do I have to buy stuff? You just buy it. I know, right? All right, let's do this. It smells like cotton. A little bit of a smell for it. Mm. A little bit. I'm not getting a How is it? I just ate one of the cookie halves so oh, far. Me too. So I can really taste the filling. It tastes like cotton candy. All right. Oh, that took a second to kick in. See that taste? Mm. That's what my thing tastes like. Okay. The, the, the powder. It's definitely an accurate taste. Wow. They nailed that. Hmm. Wow. It's funny. I start eating it and I just taste sugar. Yeah. And then when it lingers a little bit, it like hits you all at once. It's good. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. That is good. I'm going to eat one more. For that solid insulin spike, middle of the day. <laughs> Before I drive an hour and a half home. Yeah. Sleepy. Wow. You like it? Not bad. Okay. It's not a kind I would eat regularly. No? No. I could I could eat the whole package if I did. I like it. It's just compared to like a regular Oreo, mm. it's no contest. That's really good. Not bad, not bad. So yeah, you can take those with oh, you. Oh, you're the man. <laughs> I just wanted to try them. I'll eat those watching wrestling tonight. Nice. Okay, so we have some other stuff to do. We're already well into the show. But we haven't done a smash-up in a long time, so I think we should. Oh, 
Smash! Last time on the Smash Up, uh, we did rejected TV character spinoff mm-hmm. revivals. That was the example. My example was Urkel Matters. <laughs> yes. While going into space, I feel like we did this like a month or so ago. It's been a while. It. Uh, yeah, you brought this up the last time I was here, so I've missed a few episodes. Yeah. While going into space during the series finale of Family Matters, Steve Urkel mm-hmm. was bombarded by cosmic rays. Shortly after returning to Earth to reunite with the Winslow family, the radiation awoke a dormant personality while twisting its mind. Years later, the new gritty drama series picks up with Steve, now a software engineer in Silicon Valley, trying to balance his Jekyll and Hyde existence as he uncontrollably shifts between himself and his new alter ego, Stefan Urkel. Yeah. Do so it. we got some responses uh, for the other rejected TV character spinoff revivals. Dan Clark writes in, Better call Al. Said a better call Saul, but it has like nothing it. to do with Breaking Bad. Now that his TV partner and friend Tim Taylor has moved away, Al oh, Borland must yeah. forge his own destiny. Armed with a beard that makes the ladies swoon, yes. and fashion sense straight out of a late 80s Canadian Sears catalog, he is set to make the world his. Through a series of strange events, Al finds himself in the role of a male gigolo that specializes in providing services to lonely married women. Disguised as a normal, everyday handyman, husbands are none the wiser that this bearded specimen is drilling more than the kitchen cabinets. I would watch this show. <laughs> this is awesome. This is a Showtime, you know, series. Right, is what right. Is. I think it's it's like a parody of Hung. That uh, is awesome. Bit, but yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty great. Aaron Shuck writes in. Chuck, 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 Chuck. Bull Court. Richard Mall reprises his role as Bailiff Bull Shannon from Night Court. When we last saw Bull, he was being beamed away with two aliens disguised as elderly gentlemen who said their planet needed his help desperately. Once he arrives on their planet, he finds that they have no legal system and there's total chaos. So based on his experience while working in Judge Harold T. Stone's courtroom, he attempts to establish a court of law. All rise. Criminal Court Part 2 is now in session. The Honorable Bull Shannon presiding. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> There's and, a lot of thought in that. Like, yeah. It's, it's insane. And Matt West writes in oh, Matt with West. a whole bunch of ideas. Uh, the first one is called It's a Little Known Fact. Stemming off his beloved Cheers persona, John Ratzenberger returns as Cliff Clavin, the trivia-spouting United States postal carrier. In the 22 years since Cheers has gone off the air, the bar was sold to a national chain who make bars like Cheers all over the country, complete with lookalikes of the denizens of the bar. That, coupled with doctor's orders to quit drinking, sends Clavin to the local coffee shop, where a new crop of regulars are peppered with Cliff Clavin's useless knowledge of basically everything. That's cool. I know you're that's a Cheers cool. fan. It would so. be like, that's almost like Cheers and Frasier were to combine, because sure. Frasier did all coffee shop stuff. Oh, okay. So I gotta tell you, like, Matt West is a really creative guy. He is. Like, <laughs> I feel like we missed out on something with him. Like his creativity <laughs> all the time. Like he could have been like, he could have created a TV show or yeah. been a writer for wrestling or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got a lot of cool ideas. I agree. Very creative. Uh, the next one is Schrute. Oh boy. As the office ends, it sees Dwight Schrute as an area manager of Dunler Mifflin and marrying Angela. Did you watch office at all? A couple. Episodes. Okay. I don't, yeah. I'm not I, very I'm, familiar. Yeah. Uh, this spinoff picks up five years later. The marriage has failed, and Dunder Mifflin has been sold to a major paper conglomerate. Dwight, now an unemployed victim of consolidation, has opened the doors of his bed and breakfast slash beet plantation <laughs> to his widowed elderly father, marking the legendary Carl Reiner's return to TV. This sitcom focuses on the bed and breakfast and the variety of people who stay there, unknowingly getting entangled in the Schrute's bizarre ways. 
The last one that he writes in is one Mo time. Oh, boy. Mo Sislak stands watching Moe's burn to the ground, wondering exactly what he'll do now that his one reason for being the bar he owned and cut corners running in Springfield, USA, is now a pile of charred remains. Enter ambulance-chasing lawyer Lionel Hutz, who cites illegal termination of business insurance by the company covering Moe's bar and successfully sues them in a huge civil suit. A multi-million dollar victory later, and Moe and Lionel go from city to city doing a bar rescue type show, trying to fix failing bar businesses with advice on how to cut costs and navigate loopholes. Wow. Wow. Right. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so those are the smash up submissions for this week. God, I very used to be well that done, guys. What happened? I don't know. I think as a kid, I could come up with shit like that. You all don't have day. time. Yeah. My brain shut off. My brain's just like, how do we make more money? Yeah. Everybody well, else's brain is like, how do we just come up with stupid shit? Exactly. Like, Maybe if my brain switched over to how do I come up with more stupid shit, it would transition into, oh, I made more money. Maybe. It's worth a try. It's time to become a kid again. Where are my Ninja Turtle pajamas? <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, that means I need to leave you with another new Smash Up category. Yeah. This time, let's ruin a sitcom with one word. Examples. Home loan improvement. Okay. <laughs> Different masturbation strokes. Oh. And everybody loves Raymond anally. Oh. So ruin a sitcom <laughs> with one word. Jeez, Rob went for the dirty stuff on this one. <laughs> and please be dirty, people. It's hilarious. Yeah. Email your submissions to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or tweet them to at geekgeneration. If you have ideas for a smash up category, you can send those in too. Big news thing first. Harry Shearer, yeah. the legendary comic actor who voices whose voices on The Simpsons right. include Mr. Burns, Mr. Smithers, Ned Flanders, Reverend Lovejoy, Kent Brockman, Dr. Hibbert, Lenny, Principal Skinner, Otto, Rainier Wolfcastle, and many others. Right. Holy crap. Has left the show. Half the cast. Left the show. Has left the show. For the just announced seasons 27 and 28. Longtime Simpson showrunner Al Jean released a statement saying, quote, Harry Shearer is offered the same deal the rest of the cast accepted and passed. The show will go on and we wish him well. We do not plan to kill off characters like Burns and Flanders, but we'll recast with the finest voiceover talent yeah, available. They'll find somebody. Yeah. It won't be the same, but they'll find somebody. According to Deadline, Shearer would not agree to the regular schedule Fox presented him, for which he has been recording remotely from his home for several seasons. Shearer, along with the rest of the cast, makes in the neighborhood of $300,000 per episode. Wow. Holy shit. Yep. There's how many episodes in a season? Uh, like 22. On an interview with Mark Maron he from a few... six million six hundred. that Let's take taxes out of that. <laughs> on an interview he with... He still makes $4,620,000. Yeah. And that's just from The Simpsons. Let's give 10% to his agent. <laughs> He still makes $4 million. $4 million. For on an one interview with Mark Maron from a few months ago, Shearer voiced the reasoning behind his occasional grievance with the show. Quote, it is true that as an actor on an insanely successful TV series, I am by any standards of the human species obscenely overpaid. It is also that as an actor on one of the most insanely successful TV series of all time, I'm getting royally screwed. Both things are true. I happen to be the guy who was in the lead when negotiating time came. I don't necessarily enjoy fights, but I don't shrink from them. And when you're negotiating money with Rupert Murdoch and a couple other extremely lucre-oriented people, you're in a fight, you're in a bar fight, if not a bum fight. Wow. I 
can't necessarily say I fault him. No. Yes, it's an easy job, probably, but he's also doing a ton of voices. And this is a show going into its 27th and 28th seasons. Yeah. When you're half the voice cast on a show that popular and that long running and the merchandising is still huge, you deserve a lot of money. Oh, a million an episode? Maybe that's what he's looking for. Maybe. That's what the friends were getting at the end of their run. And he's not even a half that. An episode. This isn't like, hey, we'll give you a million for the season. Right. It's per episode. Right. But even 300000 The majority yeah. of the country doesn't make 300000 No. He gets it for going and doing but one still, episode. Which if, might require a lot of work. If, if it's generating that much money, you earn your fair share of it. So maybe he is deserving of that. I don't know. I, well, I stopped feel, watching The well, Simpsons. Well, he feels he, he is. He feels he is. The cast was offered all the same deals. Right, right, right apparently. But um, a lot of them do, like, one voice. Yeah. Who knows? Doesn't a chick do Bart Simpson? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's hard to say just because we don't know the ins and outs of it. You but never it's, will. It's a bummer for Simpsons fans. I wonder how many. You think they're going for 30? I wonder what they're going for. I don't know. I think they're just going to go as long as it's profitable. Yeah. Yeah. Why stop? They're animated. <laughs> they're not getting older. Uh, Marvel's Daredevil series has been picked up for a second yep. season on Netflix. No surprise. No. Nope. went nuts Amazing. for this. Amazing. The show is scheduled to premiere in 2016, so next year we're going to get season two. That's good. Awesome. So pumped. One of the best things Marvel has ever done. Have you started watching it all yet? I haven't. Do it! I know. A couple people in the gym were saying it was really good. It is. Following a halt in production last fall, NBC has now officially canceled Constantine. Mm. While the show won't be returning to the network, executive producer Daniel Cerrone has taken to Twitter to remind fans that the show isn't dead yet and is looking for a home elsewhere. There are a couple potential uh, networks and talks already. Things like the CW, where all the other DC yep. shows pretty much live. <laughs> um, Stephen Amell wants to do a crossover with Constantine and Arrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sci-Fi, which is already owned by NBC. Maybe that makes more sense. Sci-Fi is definitely the... Sci-Fi looks like it would be yeah, the best maybe. possible home. Or Netflix, but it's also, you know? Just, yeah, yeah, people are saying Netflix too, maybe. Or Amazon might pick it up. Yep. So there's a lot of options. and Because they can make it a little darker, grittier, more right. adult-oriented. And it's interesting that we live in a time where that's so so much of an option right. where it wasn't before. Like, yeah, we but can go it, to another network. What's weird is this is that's not something that's been around a while. This is, Mm-mm. it seems, something that's happened in the last just like year or yep. two. Yeah. That it's like, okay, well, you're going to drop us. Netflix is like, I'll pick it up. We'll make it. Yeah. We're going to make it good. Hulu just picked up the Mindy Project. Did it? That was canceled on Fox, I think. See, it's like... Like, all these other digital channels can just pick stuff up now. They're going to... Uh, Community went to Yahoo. Like, Is Netflix just owned by itself? Or, like, yep. th- there's not owned by... Netflix. Like, I mean, NBC uh, didn't buy it or no, something. No, 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 no. Netflix is its own entity. Because what's happening in here is they're not... Traditional TV stations are not giving these things the proper... Some of them do. Right, But right. they're not giving them the proper amount of effort and work and developing it and letting it develop right they're just like did that not that didn't that didn't blow up that's not the next big thing right scrap Get rid it. of it yeah because and a TV network's is destroying itself a network's it's used literally to destroying itself so many viewers yeah and while they're dropping these digital platforms are rising yeah so they're they're seizing the opportunities yeah and they're gonna yeah i mean netflix they're gonna win the, because of it yeah well because they're shooting themselves in the foot yeah i accept our digital streaming overlords i do too i love that I love that in a couple of weeks, Orange is the New Black season three will just boom be yep. there. Yep, the whole thing. Yeah, and I can watch it at my own pace. Yeah, I watched Daredevil in like a week and a half. 
and loved every single second of it. The only thing I can't binge watch, I would not have been able to binge watch Walking Dead. Yeah. Because it just is too much. It's too much in the conversation, too. No, not even that. It's too much with the emotion and the buildup oh. and the tension. And I'm like, I would not be. I could do like two in a row. Yep. And I'd be like, I'm done. I can't do more than this. Yeah. It's just too much, like emotion and tension. Yeah. But comedies are easy to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go straight through those. I'm waiting for Silicon Valley. Like, they're in their second season right now. I haven't watched any of it. I'm waiting for it because I want to binge it. Yeah. It's such a good binging show. Vin Diesel took the stage at CinemaCon to announce that Furious 8 is coming to theaters on April 14th, 2017. Right. Furious 7 marks Universal's first film to achieve $1 billion during its initial release, having earned an estimated $857 million overseas wow. and an estimated $300 million in North America. That is insane. It's a juggernaut now. And when, we, when you brought this up to me a couple weeks ago, I think it was. Oh, we talked about it when we went up to see uh, to the comedy show. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like with with Paul Walker having passed away, this was the perfect way to end the series, yep. tie it all up, and be like, we went out on top with the best one. Yep. But and it just instead, made too much money. They, yes. They're just going to go, let's milk this. Yep. And they're going to, in a way, it, I think that this is going to ruin the franchise. This is going to hurt it. Yeah. That it didn't just say, hey, let's just, like, he, it just doesn't make sense. I know. Furious 7 was fun, but it's not, it's not what Furious 6 or Fast 6 was. I thought Fast 6 was Five the is when The Rock showed entry. up, right? Yeah. And I didn't like that one. Oh, I didn't. I haven't seen any since the first two. Oh, okay. I watched the first two and went, yeah, I didn't like five. Six was great. Surprisingly good. Yep. And then seven was all right. But it tied up nicely. Yeah. It was emotional. Oh, God. The and end. Now they're going to. Like Paul said before, the end punches you in the gut. Yeah. And it wasn't even at the part I thought it was. Like they do a whole like flashback sequence showing Paul Walker over yeah. the other movies. And I was bawling before that. Like they do a scene at the end of the movie. Yeah. That's like, holy crap. That is like a big goodbye type thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith has revealed that the name for the upcoming sequel to Mall Rats is. Mall brats. In the Facebook post, Smith wrote, quote, it's mall or nothing. 20 years in the making, 113 pages full of old friends, new jokes, and a bloody battle with Stan Lee. This is for you, Jim. Wish you were here. The Jim that Smith mentions is Jim Jack's producer on the original mall rats and a longtime champion of doing a sequel. Sadly, Jack's passed away in early 2014, mm. which is a huge reason why Smith is mall doing it rats. now. So these are definitely going to be younger. It seems like all I can think of is it's. If the cast will be there, but it's their kids or something. It's just going to be. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the title either, but I'm going to see it because Mulrats is one of my favorite yeah. comedies. Love it. Kate Beckinsale will be back on the big screen as the vampire warrior Celine in the upcoming fifth installment of the Underworld franchise. Amazing that that's still going. Right. It was reported last fall that Theo James will also be returning to the franchise, reprising his role as the vampire David. Oh. Uh. I'd see more Underworld. Sure, why not? I saw Fun. the first few. Yeah. I thought the second was the best so far. Really good one. Yeah. The third didn't even have her. That's when she kind of exited right. out. Right. The second Rise one was... Lycans. Yeah. Okay. was the third. Yeah. Ubisoft has revealed the next entry in their Assassin's Creed franchise, Assassin's uh -huh. Creed Syndicate. The game is set to propel the series into new directions in both combat and gameplay. In Syndicate, you'll play as Jacob Fry an assassin born and bred poised to take over the criminal underworld of London during the Industrial Revolution. Amidst blossoming conflicts between newly crowned kings of industry and the working class they exploit for all their worth, 
Jacob will work in the shadows as he climbs to the top of the criminal underground as the head of one of the city's most notorious street gangs. Put up your dukes and play as the first gangster assassin at the birth of the modern age. Unleash your arsenal of weapons, including the kukri knife, brass knuckles, and sword cane in brutal combat and utilize the brand new rope launcher to scale buildings in seconds or take your enemies by surprise. From Buckingham Palace to Big Ben, fight and triumph across the fast-paced open world of industrial London using high-speed trains and carriages. Establish Great Britain's fiercest gang, the only force that can challenge the elite and defeat rival gangs to bring freedom to the oppressed masses. Also play as Jacob's twin sister Evie, a relentless assassin who has perfected the silent, swift, invisible strike. Assassin's Creed Syndicate will be available for PlayStation 4, hmm. Xbox One, and PC on October 23rd, 2015. Huh. They're progressing the story and getting closer to modern times. They are. A little bit at time. And this is an interesting time period that would be cool to play if I didn't stop caring about the series already. What, I am if, the, what if the the game is being reviewed as being good? Assassin's Creed 4 was reviewed to be really good, and I never oh. played that. So I'm I'm just out. I am curious about the main story. I might just go online and read the spoilers. About Desmond? Yeah, and what goes on with that. You want to know? I want you to spoil it for people who... Spoiler alert! Most people know if they care about Assassin's Creed. I played the first two. Yeah. Yeah. He's dead. Why? He died at the end of three. Why? I don't know. Oh. I can't figure it out. That's how bad the series has gotten. Like the mind warp and he was stuck in two worlds and that weird... He had to make some choice and he's dead. So now what are we doing? Because this was all like his ancestry. Yeah, I don't know. They just dropped that whole thing? Because that was the best part of the game was like, oh, my God, this is going to build to you being him and yeah. having to. Like, I pictured that building to you playing this character in today's world. Yeah. And something crazy like you have to assassinate the president. Yeah. Like the insanity of mixing in and not getting caught. That's what and I thought. I was like, this is going to be so awesome. To That's see what, what I thought. Going. I thought we were building to something Mother. bigger. But they I got into that understand whole. Understand why you stopped playing that no. whole story in the first like two, like yeah. with Desmond, then like the the people that became came before us, and yeah. it just got all weird, and I couldn't even tell what was going on anymore. And then with them in three, Desmond had to make some choice to like save the world or whatever, but he died, and I don't know who four is, but I don't know if it's someone else in the bloodline or yeah. it's like an Abstergo employee or I don't, like I don't it's. It's so convoluted. That I don't sucks. get it. Yeah. I just don't get it anymore. That's why I'm out. I'm like, I don't so understand what's into happening. That story to see what would happen. Yeah. Wow. They blew it. Yep. And I could be wrong. Maybe he's back in one of the other games. Like, I'm not following it anymore. So. Well, he died. Yeah. That's all I know. Are you kidding? It's a video game. <laughs> Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, TT Games, and the Lego Group have announced Lego Dimensions, an all new entertainment experience that breaks the rules of traditional gaming to merge physical Lego brick building with interactive console gameplay in a manner only imaginable in the world of Lego games. Launching September 29th, 2015, the game will fuse many fan-favorite universes together, including DC Comics, The Lord of the Rings, The Lego Movie, The Wizard of Oz, Lego Ninjago, Back to the Future, and many more still to be announced. For the first time in any Lego video game, Characters from iconic entertainment franchises join forces and battle in worlds outside of their own. In addition to the game, the LEGO Dimension Starter Pack will include the LEGO Toy Pad, which allows players to transport special LEGO minifigures and other LEGO objects into the game. Bricks to build the LEGO Gateway, 
three Lego minifigures, including Lego Batman, Lego Gandalf, and Wildstyle, plus the Lego Batmobile. In addition to the three minifigure heroes used to start the experience, Lego Dimensions will allow gamers to customize the experience with additional expansion packs. Highly collectible level packs, team packs, and fun packs will provide new buildable characters, vehicles, tools, and gadgets, as well as compelling new game content with new mission-based levels and unique in-game abilities. All expansion packs will feature well-known properties and provide gamers the opportunity to use everything interchangeably anywhere throughout the game with no limitations. LEGO Dimensions will be available for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, and Nintendo's Wii U. Sounds interesting. And it is. Uh, this is basically, are you familiar with the idea of the Skylanders toys? No. And video games or uh, Disney Universe? No. Okay. So this is basically a way for LEGO to make money off of like that same kind of idea and sell these different packs. So you have this Lego portal thing, right? Yeah. That connects to your console. Each of the minifigs or the vehicles, they have like that circular base. Yeah. And inside of that is a microchip, which has information. Mm -hmm. So you put said figures in said teleporter and they get imported into the game. So now you have them and they're, oh. they're inside your game. So you can trade so, with your friends and stuff. And uh, I don't know if it works like that. Maybe. I think maybe once they're in your game, they're in your game. And that way you just can't give them to people. Yeah. But then they're going to be selling expansion packs like this. So if you want these characters from Ninjago or you want these Back to the Future things or you want that, you go buy those. Oh. And you can also put them into your game, too. So it's a it's like DLC, but there's a physical component. So you can actually collect them. Cool. Yeah. But Skylanders has been doing it for years. Uh, Disney Universe has been doing it in the last year or two. And now Lego is doing it. And with the reputation of Lego games, I think that's uh, kind of cool. Yeah. Because they make good stuff. That's cool. Brian Singer continues to expand the cast of X-Men Apocalypse mm. as the director has announced that Olivia Munn will be playing Betsy Braddock, a.k.a. Psylocke. Yes. I'm interested in this yeah. choice. We'll see. Yeah, I just want to see her in that outfit. Yeah, I know, like, right? Please, God, don't <laughs> take this from us. You... She like she looks the part for sure. Yeah, I don't know about her action chops. That's something I'm curious to see because that's new. Well, we'll see. Granted, they could just get a stunt double for a lot of it, but we'll see. Speaking of X Men, 20th Century Fox has officially announced a new spinoff for their X Men franchise yeah. with a feature adaptation of the New Mutants, set to be directed by Josh Boone, created by Chris Claremont and Bob McCloud. The New Mutants first appeared in 1982 and focused on a group of teenage mutants as heroes in training. The series was home to a number of lower-profile mutants such as Cannonball, Cypher, Magic, Wolfsbane, and Danny Moonstar. However, a number of A-list mutants also appeared in the series, such as Professor X, Magneto, Kitty Pride, and Deadpool, the, uh, the later of whom made his comic book debut in New Mutants 98. Mm. So Deadpool first appeared in New Mutants. Some members of the team have also appeared in the films as recently as X-Men Days of Future Past, including Blink, Warpath, and Sunspot, mm -hmm. though it remains to be seen if they will appear in this film. 20th Century Fox had previously set a 2018 release date for an unnamed X-Men film, which could be this project. So maybe they have a 2018 maybe. target for this. Uh, you talked about Casey Jones earlier. Yep. And Stephen Amell has joined the cast in the role of Casey Jones for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Created by Kevin Eastman, Jones first appeared in a 1985 Raphael miniseries 
Published by Mirage Studios, a hockey mask wearing vigilante, Jones becomes an ally of the Turtles and a love interest to April O'Neil. I'm not. I know. I'm just down about it. <laughs> I know. I'll still see it. <laughs> Unless I, I shoot you first. Unless you shoot me first. That's Warner right. Brothers. <laughs> When's it come out? Uh, Sometime. Next year? Sure. Perfect. I have to die next year anyway. Okay. Warner Brothers has announced the departure of Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead director right. Michelle McLaren from their upcoming Wonder Woman movie. The official statement reads, given creative differences, Warner Brothers and Michelle McLaren have decided not to move forward with plans to develop and direct Wonder Woman together. Just two days after the announcement, it's being reported that Monsters' Patty Jenkins will be taking the director's chair. Jenkins was, at one point, attached to Marvel Studios' Thor The Dark World, but left that project also due to creative differences, and replaced by Alan Taylor. So there's a lot of creative differences, things giving people different opportunities. Mm. Lastly... Lionsgate has officially confirmed that it plans to produce a sequel to 2014's critically acclaimed revenge thriller, John Wick. Oh, yeah. Keanu Reeves will return as Wick, along with directors David Leitch and Chad Stahelski, and screenwriter Derek Kolstad. Produced on a modest $20 million budget, John Wick earned more than $78 million at the worldwide box office. Oh, I thought he would have done better. That's still a lot of money, yeah. but I thought it did better. Well, that's very profitable for uh, yeah. a movie at just $20 million, so they made $58 million. That's worth making another. Yeah? Yep. Just don't... I wonder what they're going to do this time. Yeah, yeah. What's the revenge I don't, now? I don't know the character story all that much. This time they kill a cat. <laughs> well, see, nobody would care. No, I know, I know. Really? Like, who would care? It's a cat. Hey, screw you. <laughs> Dogs have personality. So do cats. The right ones. Cats suck. <laughs> Final thought or something you'd like to plug. Cats, now I'm going to shoot you for just bashing cats instead of cats preventing suck, you from seeing Casey Jones. Cats suck, and it costs me $400 to neuter mine. Oh. You can follow me on Instapoo, yep. at Mike from the Gym, or at SBV Supplements, or you can do at Wesley Fitness, although I don't even run that one anymore. I give yeah. Allison control of it. Oh, okay. So, at Mike from the Gym or at SBV Supplements. All right. If you're going to shop online, you definitely want to go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. This is true. It's simple. It's easy. You should save it as your... In your uh, bookmarks. Bookmarks. Absolutely. Just make it happen, people. Yeah, I just hit that button and monies. Yeah. Go to thegeekgeneration.com for everything else that we do over there. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration and follow at geekgeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. The link to their site can also be found on our site. Alexa, Simon says bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll see you next time. Later. See you. Make it so.